Welcome to Sports, Wheels, and Reels with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. One show, two guys, three topics, unlimited possibilities. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Engage with us on social media or email us at podcast at mmsubaru.com. And now, welcome your hosts, Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Welcome back to Sports, Wheels, and Reels. We have my... Episode 20... Something. No, we are third. We turned 30, 30 last week, so 31. we are on to 31. 31. It's a special episode because we have no Austin. We have no Austin. <gasps> it's like an away game without the coach. I know. It's a little weird. He's sick. Sick with his family. I've been in your role. I've covered for you, but we've never been bold or brave enough to cover for Austin. <laughs> to do this so without Austin. It's a this bold, is it's a, a bold, bold a, move a big here. day. But we got a good show Ta- coming up. Taking off the training wheels. And we are live on the road here at Westlake STEM Junior High. Really we have exciting. A special event we're going to talk about in the cars segment. We got a good lot of stuff to talk about jazz. Are they legit? Dudes. We got a couple movies. Yeah. We got a some, couple shows, some Netflix shows. Some good stuff to talk so, through. We'll get through it. Let's go. My name is Bobby Staples. I love dirt roads, saving our public lands, and my Subaru is off road ready. The Subaru Outback Wilderness is built for people like me. Uh, from the factory, they were built rugged with the 9.5 inches of ground clearance. I know that I can get anywhere that I need to without hesitation. What I love about Mark Miller Subaru is the moment I walk in, I feel like I'm a part of the family. Subaru is a brand I trust, and Mark Miller Subaru is the local Utah retailer that I love. All right, Jeff. The big question: Are Reels, the, the Jazz Jazz at ten and three legit? Who would have bet? Who would have bet on ten and three? <sighs> Even the most optimistic. I'm probably the most optimistic Jazz fan I, I in the world. I would very much they, agree with, with that. With the schedule they had, there's no way they were above five hundred at this point. Even like no. Even last year's Jazz team, if they kept it all together, would have been struggled to get to ten and three right now with the schedule they had. Really struggling. That's the crazy part. Like you think you keep Donovan, you keep Bogey, you keep. Go bear. They would struggle to be ten and three right now. We've had the most back to backs, the most away games. They played road games, playoff teams, and it's good crazy. teams, good teams beating Atlanta, like one of the best teams in the league right now. Huge. After getting smacked in the third quarter, I think they're legit. I think they're legit. And I don't know if they're ten and three, number one in the West, legit, but I think they're. Are as they, it sits, they are a playoff team. Does Danny blow it that's up? That's the that's the question. I I don't know. Like I I. Think he, he shouldn't. <laughs> the, the really interesting thing I was listening to David Locke this morning on the way here, and he's talking about how we we don't have that forty million dollar player, right? No. Which some people look at and say, "Ooh, that's going to be an issue." There's no way you make the playoffs without that forty million dollar yeah. player. But you look at how deep our bench well, we've got is. Like six, you have fifteen million dollar players coming off the bench, yeah, right. Totally. And they're talking about that. That's really the difference maker. That you essentially have two like. Pretty strong starting lineups coming off, actually starting, and then again coming off your bench. You have like two 15-level, like middle, yeah. middle of the road lineups yeah. that just – and it doesn't matter if anyone gets hurt. Like Which Randall is awesome. Hurt, Saxon gets hurt. Conley's out for a game. It doesn't matter. And we've seen that. Next guy or, Con- or Conley has a bad game. Yeah, the crazy – like um, Sexton. Sexton had a bad game last night yep. or two nights ago against yep. Atlanta. What happened? They just didn't play him in the fourth. Yeah. No big deal. He just he's off tonight. We're going to go someone else. The other really exciting thing, and I think a lot of Jazz fans are excited about, is Will Hardy is not afraid to bench a starter in the fourth quarter oh. if they're not having a good night. And the cool part about it, the guys that he's benching are bought into it. 
Like they benched, pumped. He, he benched Jordan Clarkson against the Clippers for the entire fourth and he's quarter. Clarkson's jumping chin, off the bench, going crazy. Yeah, like, it's really fun to watch a group of guys that have so bought into something. Yeah, and are going whether it lasts. I and mean, we're a seventh of the way through the season. Eighty-two yeah. games is a long time. Things but can it's, change. It's an exciting happen, start, and the team really camaraderie fun. is at a completely uh, other level. I heard that um, Will Hardy was walking through the uh, locker room before the Atlanta game, saying that. Fun is overrated in the or is underrated in the NBA, yeah. and it was just walking through the locker room, just screaming it, and all the guys are just getting so stoked and so hyped because so you can fun. tell this team is having so much fun. You look at an Anthony Edwards playing for Minnesota right now; yeah, he is not having fun. No, did you see that play? He's literally you see the play just they show where there's there, literally an entire play where he there. just stood in one spot, and then the next night. D'Lo is standing at the bench thinking he's warming up, ready they to check four in. On five. And they play four on five. <laughs> for like 20 seconds. But this Jazz team just Which seems is great news for the Jazz so locked in. What if the Jazz get, say they get to the second round of the playoffs this year, and Minnesota has a whole over year, has a couple of injuries, and you get their pick. And they end up getting like a top be, eight pick from Minnesota, top 10 pick from Minnesota. I don't think it's crazy. It's not a crazy thought right now. Okay, next comment on it though. All-star games in Salt Lake City. Who's repre- is there? Do we have any representation of for the Jazz in the All Star game? Absolutely. What are they? Laurie Markkinen. Okay. And I think you probably see Jordan Clarkson sneak in there. If Jordan Clarkson continues to play at the level that he's playing at, that's tough. I mean, it's tough because your guard is guard so strong. I would not be surprised to see Laurie Markkinen. Here's a crazier one. Ready? Okay. What if the Jazz are the one seed? The going Jazz are in. the one seed going in. Will Hardy's the coach. <sighs> Wild. Yeah, that's how they picked in the his coach. his first season as a how head coach. How crazy would that be if the Jazz maintained? Well, that's how it was when Quinn was the yeah. coach for the All-Star game two years ago. Yeah. How crazy would that be? That'd be so cool. If Will Hardy gets the coach the All-Star would game. Would be really cool. Next one, you're, you're also going to have some other representatives too, right? So right now, you've got pro- almost guaranteed Walker Kessovi in the rookie game. Yep. The Rising Stars game. Yep. For sure. He's playing insanely well. Insanely well. well. He's going to be a, one of the steals of that in draft. In front of his home crowd, playing in front of Atlanta. Yeah, said, he um, had himself a game. I met his uh, manager a couple times, and they said that they had over 300 of his family members there. Yeah. He said they put him on two buses. Yeah. They were like crazy. Between like, him and Beasley, they had like they, three buses of fans yeah, three at that of them Atlanta game. from Atlanta, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crew. It was fun. So I, I think you have him there, and then... Because it's the home team, you probably get someone in the skills challenge, maybe Conley in the skills challenge. Yeah. And I bet, and Kelly Olynyk right now, I think, is number two in the NBA in three point shooting. She's like 56% or 57% from three. They talked about it at the beginning of the season that if you could get Kelly Olynyk back to his prime, not the way that he was playing in Detroit, he would be a great asset on this team. And I think you're really seeing that. Everyone laughed about the bogey trades, like, what the hell are the Jazz doing? But without question, Olynyk's the better player right now. Way better. I mean, Bo- Bogey's and- having himself a game. Yeah. He's having a great season. But, no, but Olenek's a been a really great addition to that team. The, so. inter- the other interesting thing that Locke was talking about is Laurie Markkinen coming off of a summer, playing in the FIBA, playing for oh, Finland, yeah. really has set him apart and has really started his season off to just a, a, an incredible place because he came off and developed a completely new game oh definitely and it looks incredible so we're excited about that so next week you got washington philly and then home against the knicks what's the record three games it's a short week for the jazz i know and i'm excited for this next so game. what do you think washington philly so washington philly back to back and then home versus the knicks washington's looking good i know they they played really well kuzma had himself a game last night um i i want to say they they go probably two and one yeah i think they split washington philly and they yeah. beat the knicks 
Yep. I, I think, I mean, you never know. I mean, they, could, they could take all three of them, They're, but I think they go two and one. Two and one's my bet on it. Yeah. It's I, exciting. Exciting time to be a Jazz fan. We're going to skip. We usually we go Utes and BYU at this point, but BYU is so bad that we're Ooh. just going to skip BYU. So we're just going to go with the Utes. I heard a rumor that Ryan Smith accidentally sent the we're tanking email to BYU and not to the Jazz. <laughs> oh, that was That's oh, where like, the mess mess up happened. Man, those are fighting words. Usually Austin keeps us under, under wraps on that kind yeah, of stuff. No, that's... So Utah Stanford at home, 24 point spread, <sighs> late night game, 8 p.m. kick. Yeah. Should be a should, should be a be bloodbath, a, um, but yeah. you never know. You still gotta show up. Yeah. I mean Rising Utah's got some some injuries and some some depth issues. So it'll be a good, I think a good primer for the Oregon game coming up. But so then the question now though is that Pac-12 title game scenarios. So looking through it all, like I this is the most hilarious thing ever. This is the spreadsheet, the graph of what has to happen for utah and the pac-12 title all the different scenarios it's very complicated right now it is but it, i think it takes a phd it really to breaks down like 98 percent likelihood if utah wins out they're in what do you think the chances are that they beat oregon at home i think it's at a, oregon i think it's a coin flip yeah i think it's a 50 50 chance i mean i think it just depends who shows up it's going to be a quick it's going to be a one score game come to the end you never know what happens but utah can beat oregon for sure they, they showed as, it twice they showed last up healthy, year. Without question, hopefully you've got some mental edge on the fact that you beat them twice last year. Both times by and a embarrassed lot. Them. Like embarrassed yeah. them twice. But there might be a chip on their shoulder at the same time. Yeah. But if they win both of those, it's hilarious. I was trying to describe to you how the tiebreakers work. It earlier. is so it's complicated, complicated now that it's all in one, so one group. Basically, it comes to USC, UCLA. So if UCLA beats USC... USC and UCLA are both one loss. And they play right the now. same day or Utah plays Oregon. So if USC, it's UCLA. So if UCLA beats USC, okay. so now you have UCLA, Utah, Oregon. Yep. All, all with one loss. one loss. So you go head to head first. They would all have one loss against each other. <laughs> so there goes the next one. And I think it ends up being UCLA gets it over. Wait, no, then UCLA. It's common opponent. It's if UCLA really beats USC. Now look at my graph. <laughs> so if UCLA, if, as long as UCLA won out other than those games, Utah's in the Pac-12. Well, and what's crazy is that it's not a head-to-head tiebreaker. Because if Utah, if it's Utah, USC, and Oregon, and Utah beats Oregon, you would assume that Utah should be the clear person coming out of that. But I think there's a, there's a, a nightmare scenario where UCLA wins – and wins out, and Oregon wins out, that it ends up being UCLA, Oregon, and Utah's out. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if Utah doesn't win out, so if it's you, not if Utah wins option. out, and UCLA wins out, and Oregon wins everything but the Utah game, I think Utah loses that. Oh, boy. So really, you got to be cheering for USC, this is a mess. which I cheer for USC anyway. This is, a feel good, this is a feel-good moment UCLA for you. I hate almost as much as I hate A feel-good moment. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a good weekend for I you. Know. You know. can wear both the USC and Utah hat. Yeah, I need both of them to win bad. So bad. we'll see. But I, I like Utah's odds. I think Utah just needs to take care of business themselves and hope yeah. it all comes down the right way. Couldn't agree. It's fun. It is fun it's seeing fun. five Pac-12 teams in the top 25, though. And it's crazy. And four, and in, the four in the top 12. Top 13, right? Utah's 13. Yeah. Pieces. Yeah. So. It's exciting. Good season. It's fun. We got a good weekend. Lots of jazz. Today. Just a good time of year. I don't even know if BYU plays. Lots of sports. I know they have a bye week. Fourth. That's good. They have a bye week. They could can't lose. It. They can't lose. <laughs> I'm going to get some bad comments on that one. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> all right. So coming up, we've got cars coming up next. We've got talk about the new Impreza. We'll talk about what we're doing here at Westlake. Yeah. And Japan a little mad at us from what we've heard. Yeah, that's true. All right.
My name is Cindy Savage, and my Subaru is my Swiss Army knife. My Subaru fits my lifestyle because I am all over the place. I'm working a lot, driving in and out of the city. Uh, I love to travel, take road trips on the weekends, love going to concerts. I love getting my car serviced at Mark Miller Subaru. They're really quick and friendly, and it's super easy. Subaru is a brand I trust, and Mark Miller Subaru is a local Utah retailer that I love. Twenty twenty four Impreza Subaru leaked it last week with a, a just a little hologram, <laughs> little hologram of, it. of it. Now we got the front hood we, of it. We're it's getting not, more and more. I mean, it's still an Impreza. It, it's a, it's really great. Like I have, I've seen it in person. It's it's an Impreza. It's it's new. It's one hundred percent new sheet metal, new everything. Yep. The biggest difference on that car compared to how it looks is how it drives. I've driven this car. Okay. And the always the issue between an Impreza and an Outback was the the. You could feel the difference. You yeah. could feel the difference of what you pay for an Outback versus what you pay for an Impreza. Absolutely. The new Impreza and the new Crosscheck drive like an Outback. Wow. Like it feels like an Outback. It's quiet. It's solid. It's, you just you, All that That's vibration awesome. and harshness is gone. And it only comes in a five-door, right? It's only in a five-door. Okay. There's no more sedan anymore. And then you'll see the new Crosstrek come out later yeah. on after that. So we're really excited <laughs> about it. I mean, it, it'll be coming out very soon. I, I don't think you're going to have an EV version of it yet. I think you're probably a year or two out on getting yeah. any kind of EV or plug-in version on it or hybrid, but it's going to be a great car for Subaru. Yeah, we're oh. excited, and should be should be out. Oh, Ooh. school's out! That's All right, bell, time to go. So, that, so that's a good uh, in, it's a good entry into why we're here. It is a great. <laughs> so should we talk about that or should we talk about the Japanese government? First? Yeah, let, no, we'll put the Japanese on the back burner we'll for put a minute. On the back burner. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about why we're here. So we're here at Westlake. STEM Junior High, which was actually in a temporary facility because they lost their school during, during the earthquake. earthquake last year. And we are, uh, we're partnering with Utah Jazz as part of our partnership this year to join the school and we're unveiling, unveiling a new language lab. So awesome. we've donated over $30,000 to create this new language lab at this school. And we're doing the final ribbon cutting and announcement of it today with the jazz. We've got the jazz bear coming. Cool. Jazz dancers. It's going well, to be When we walked by it on our way in here, and that is, it looks like something from outer space. The the setup in that classroom looks really cool. It's neat. So this is a, so this is a really unique school. It's actually, actually not that unique for this area, but over 25 different languages are spoken. Wow. In the hallways every day. Here. Wow. And 70% of the students here, English is not their first language. Which is a teacher trying to teach a class yeah, so imagine with a teacher multiple with languages would be so challenging. Kids, yeah, 35, 40 kids in a classroom and you're trying to teach this class in English and 70% of them are like kind of understanding. Yeah. So it makes it a really different challenge. So what the language lab does is it's kind of futuristic. It's a bunch of stuff in the ceiling yeah. and the headphones come down from the ceiling and cool. the teacher based on the desk and the headphone can connect students in the classroom. Based off of language. Based off based off language or who they wanted to practice mm. with. So the idea is that the biggest key for kids learning English and being able to assimilate into US yeah. is to be able to communicate and have those conversations and learn huh. how to communicate while doing lessons. So cool. So they can connect two kids to work on a lesson together or connect three kids to have conversations huh. without disrupting the rest of the class. The, the, and, and the teacher can learn it, listen in on it and help like can like, okay, I'm gonna talk to those two kids right now. And they can just manage the classroom a lot better, a lot easier 
through it. So this is the first one we're doing and the first one we're testing out. So cool. Our hope is to do many more of these with the Jazz over the next little bit. But. And it's so cool. We've seen it with with the tutoring that we're doing right now with the kindergarten mm-hmm. class, but the impact that technology is able to have on on these students learning and really eliminating the the just the gap between the kids that are excelling and the kids that are falling behind for exactly this reason because of whether it's a language barrier or they're just falling behind is truly incredible. Because it's hard for a teacher. The teacher has to teach to the lowest level of the class. Yeah. And that makes it really hard for the kids up because the kids at the top are just bored. Yeah. And they're not paying attention. The key on this is to try and get as many of these kids up to high school level Mm. by the time they start that freshman year in high school because that's the key to their success. Yeah. So we're really excited for it. It's going to be cool. If you check out our all of our Instagram pages and Twitter page, you'll be able to see exactly what if Twitter still exists by tomorrow, I don't know if it will. We'll see. <laughs> and it's awesome just to be working with such a great company like the Jazz, who truly does care about the community, very similar to us. We talk about that all the time of really making sure that we're partnering with other organizations who have the same genuine desire to take care of our community and understand the importance of that. And it's really Absolutely. great to be partnering, partnering I with so, them. I mean, so excited when we came in to do our, we re-upped our contract with the Jazz this year and they walked in the room to talk to us about what they wanted to do. And the first stuff they started talking about was a community. It's the awesome. first thing was like, let's how do we take our partnership and help people? It's such a and it's like, maker. oh my gosh, that's like you are us. That's who we are. Like it's yeah. so easy. And so we're we could not have a better partner, and we're so excited about this event. So uh, we're excited. What do you want to talk about the scavenger hunt? Let's do it. You guys jumped in on that. We we talked about it a little bit last week. So next week will be the first clue on yep. the podcast. You got to listen in. With Austin, hopefully. Hopefully. Back. Fingers crossed. Although I think we're doing pretty well. We're, we're having a good time. <laughs> so we'll see. So last thing on cars, talk about the Japanese government. They're, they're mad at the U.S. They're, yeah, they're, they're not very, very, very happy. Mad. They're not happy. And they've got a pretty good point. I mean, with the trade laws and everything like that, you're not yeah. supposed to discriminate against countries. And the Inflation Reduction Act and what they did with electric cars, they have to be built in the U.S. and all that is without question discriminatory. Yeah. And whether it will get resolved or not with this administration, I don't know. But as of right now, well, the the biggest problem with it is that essentially starting January 1st, there's like six cars, I think, that That are actually actually manufactured here. Yeah, nothing actually qualifies. So they've got to figure out how to at least grandfather some stuff in or EV business is going to go through the... And correct sure. me if I'm wrong, but the car has to be built here and the battery has to be built here, So it's like here, half right? of the credit is whether it's built here and half is where the battery is sourced. Okay. And the okay. materials for the battery also have to be sourced in the U.S., which I don't even know if we have enough lithium in this to, country to, to manage. that happen. So, Interesting. So we'll see where it goes. And a lot of it has to do with companies, countries that we have trade agreements with. We don't have a trade agreement with Japan, which is crazy, first of all. But of all the places. Well, they had it. So there was the TPP. There's our bell. Time to go again. Time to go. Get started. It's a very interesting hustle sounding to, hustle bell. to class. Like, I, I, I miss the old bell. I do. Like, Classic. A ringing bell. Like it's really going stressful. off the metal really bell. Stressful. The, yeah. <laughs> I feel my anxiety I building. I'm late for class. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm gonna have some nightmares tonight. But I haven't turned in my homework. We'll see how the EV thing comes up. I'm sure we're gonna talk about it a lot, and there's gonna be a lot of changes. It's a hot in the topic next six for weeks. sure. It'll definitely be on our list. But. Yeah. So that's what we got for cars. Awesome. Cars and Westlake. We're excited to be here, though. But definitely check out our website and check out our pages online to learn more about this Westlake project. It's going to be really cool. Very, very cool. And you'll see a lot of stuff on coming out today. Awesome. We uh, close, up close this thing out with some reels. reels. Yep. We'll be back after this and do some reels. We got one show and one movie to talk about. And I think you have a, a presentation to give in the auditorium to all the I got to go talk to a bunch of middle schoolers. They're going to be so mean. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle we'll up. We'll see. I'll leave it to the bear. They can, they there can you go. the bear. There you go. Okay. We'll be back.
My name is Donna Maturo McAleer, and my Subaru is serving our community. I've owned three Subarus in my life, and they've all been from Mark Miller. When I purchased my car, it was a very smooth process. I came in, I never felt like I was being upsold. It was uh, meeting my need, not a sales goal. Subaru is the brand that I trust, and Mark Miller Subaru is the local Utah retailer that I love. Reels. Reels. Reels, as Austin likes Reels. to say. Reels. So. I, uh, flying to D.C. last week. Okay decided I needed a good movie and I'd heard really good things about the redeem team and it is an, I have not seen it yet, an incredible story like behind the scenes. Talking yeah. About so cool. Talking about cool. bringing Kobe in and just the issue that they experienced of like, you're bringing a bunch of cocky athletes together that yeah. assume they're going to be able to play and they're missing reads, they're missing passes. Yeah. And these are all really talented guys. Yeah. And, um, coach K essentially comes in and says, look, if we're doing this, we're doing it right. And you guys are all going to be in Vegas every single summer up until the Olympics. Yeah. And we are building a cohesive culture. They finally built USA basketball to actually be something that's going to. Yeah. Now they now it's great. Now they've got select teams. I and mean, it's totally. crazy what they've got that built to. But what a cool story. What a cool behind the scenes. Yeah, part de definitely worth the watch. And just interesting to even see the, the work ethic of Kobe and how that fed into the entire team. I mean, there were guys saying they'd come back from from the club at four or five in the morning and Kobe would be coming down the elevator going to the gym. I see, yeah. Yeah. And gym. then <laughs> and then next thing you know, someone else is coming down the next day to get started. And Stop it's going to the club. just yeah. And <laughs> just really the the level of intensity and the level of seriousness that uh kind of infiltrated that team because of bringing in some different talent and, and building a different culture was really Netflix, had a huge right? impact. Yep. Netflix. So Netflix redeem team. It's definitely get Full recommendation. Definitely worth the watch. All right, we've got a trailer to put out there. So, Ashley, let's run that trailer. I'm your ghost of Christmas present. We're bringing back Christmas. Like a Christmas carol? On a bitter, cold Christmas Eve, one dark soul is selected for redemption by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and yet to come. A tradition that continues to this very night. Like a Christmas carol? Yes, yes, if you would just let me get this out, sit. So out of all the people on the planet, murderers, people who do gender reveal parties, I'm the guy you're gonna haunt. You know what? Forget it. I told you, the guy is a level 20 pain in the dickens. Come on, I can take this guy. I'm your ghost of Christmas present. La 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 la, I'm not watching your dramatic re-encrapment. Hey, I'm haunting you. You can't just run away from me when I'm haunting you. Hello? I believe he can be a positive force for mankind. And he's got his hands all over everything. Yeah, I wish. Maude, are you texting HR? No. People don't change. We got a runner! That's just fun to watch. I'm here to change him to being a more positive force for humanity. <laughs> Clint. <laughs> Clint. Yeah. You Photoshop yourself into these pictures of my executive VP? I don't think so. Oh, you want that. What I want is for you to shut up and let me do my job. Is there a ghost of Christmas Grumpy? Because you could do that job. <laughs> 
where real change begins. Oh, oh, that's oh, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Oh, that... No, no, he's fine. He's good. Well, he's... well, none of us real anyway. Okay. I'm that, excited about I'm, this. I'm so excited. I've been so excited since this you came told, out. You told yeah. me about it this morning, and I hadn't Will heard about Ferrell it, but it is going to be great. Together, like, that's incredible. And perfect timing. Everyone's getting excited for Christmas. It'll As be Austin puts a it, fun Ryan Reynolds always plays the same character, but that's always. okay. Just he, in a different way, slightly different it, way. Because he's got that character yeah, nailed. He owns it. He, he owns, owns it character. through and through. But does a great job. Like a riff on Scrooge, like kind of making fun of Scrooge while doing Scrooge, like... So is this only going to be on Apple TV? It's, a, it's Apple TV. Right. I, don't, I don't think it's there at all. It's only Apple TV. Well, we, we continue to uh, Austin, force, force the conversion. Do you think Austin's actually going to have to buy Austin Apple TV? I thought he bought an Apple TV no. so that he could watch Ted Lasso. No, he hasn't, still hasn't watched Ted Lasso. Well, I'm, I offered I've, I offered to pay his monthly subscription. Here comes as part the suspension. The this. suspension. It's more Austin his, will not be on the show until further, until until further he, notice. Until he gets Ted Lasso is his homework. We're going to ring this bell for him. Hopefully his anxiety goes up. He thinks he can, he's watched Ted Lasso because he's seen all the clips on Twitter. No. It's like, no. No. He needs to em- embrace Ted Lasso. Until further notice, Austin Horton will be on a four-week <laughs> suspension. <laughs> Until he gets Apple TV. Don't know what to tell you, Austin. If you're homesick, you got some time to watch it. Okay. <laughs> Good show today. Good show. Got to go do some assemblies. That was fun. Middle schoolers yelling at me. Good yeah. job, Josh. Thanks for stepping in. Happy to be here. Appreciate it. And we'll We're see excited. you all next week for the scavenger hunt. So come in, be a part of it for that. And good to go. All what right. do we finish with? Utah by five. Trust me. <laughs>